When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today, the Dodgers beat the Padres 8-3 to in a game that lasted only 2 hours and 24 minutes, which brings us to our next guest. He is the Executive Vice President for Baseball Operations for Major League Baseball, and that is Morgan Sword. Morgan, thanks a lot for coming on Dodger Talk. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think it's important to explain to the fans how this is all going to work, but I'm just curious from your standpoint, the vision that you and others at Major League Baseball had for these games, have you seen it in the early results of spring training? Yes. We're really excited with what's been going on on the field. Uh, you know, we're down uh, 24 minutes or so, so far in spring training relative to spring training games last year with run scoring actually being up. Um, and, you know, we know from talking to fans that, you know, improving the pace of the baseball game and increasing the amount of action are, you know, two of the things they want to see the most. So the test has been going great. You know, we're in a transition period right now. All everybody gets adjusted, learns the rules and, um, you know, it's been going, going really well so far. It feels like being at these spring training ballparks in Arizona that it's running dialogue. There's usually somebody from Major League Baseball next to the timekeeper. You've had retired umpires be up in the press box and in the stands as well. How much running dialogue is there on a daily basis with you and others in the league office? And right now it's probably, uh, well, it is constant. Uh, you know, we're, we're speaking to each other every day. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot to work through. And, you know, we, we tested these rules in over 8,000 minor league games. And uh, even then, you know, we're learning new things and facing new situations now that it's at the big league. So, uh, you know, we're talking every night. We're communicating with the umpires and the managers and, and trying to make sure everybody, um, everybody feels comfortable uh, by the time we get to opening day. Morgan, a question I get asked a lot is, how did you settle on 15 seconds with nobody on base and 20 seconds with runners on base? How did you guys come up with those times? Yeah, we dialed that in uh, after you know, a couple of years of testing it in the minor leagues, where we actually ran slightly quicker times in the minor leagues, but felt like in talking to our players and 
um, in our clubs that, you know, an extra second or so uh, might make sense at the big league level and, you know, deliver the kind of, you know, game time improvement that, that fans really want. So, so far so good on that front. And it feels um, to me anyway, like, you know, not rushed, but, you know, the pace is, is, uh, is much better and you notice it immediately. Morgan Sword is our guest. He is the executive vice president of baseball operations for Major League Baseball. All right, Morgan, I'm sure you've had a million different scenarios thrown at you, so I got one for you. The conditions here in spring training in Arizona and Florida have been ideal, but what about the hot summer days in Los Angeles, in St. Louis, and Cincinnati? Uh, Is there going to be enough time for pitchers to get the rosin, to get a grip on the baseball? I mean, perspiration will be very high in those situations. Is there enough time for pitchers to be able to do that? Does that fall under, you know, normal understanding time limits to for the pitcher to be on the mound and ready to go? We think so, yeah. I mean, we, we spent last year in the minor leagues with even quicker times uh, running in the Texas League where um, you probably know it gets, uh, yeah. gets real hot. Um, and, uh, you know, in all kinds of, uh, of crazy weather conditions and, and, uh, you know, players are incredibly resilient and I think our, you know, our guys are not getting enough credit, uh, a lot of times and they've adapted so well, they've been so prepared for this and, um, and, uh, you know, we're, we think they're going to be able to get through it. What did you think when you saw Alex Cora, the Red Sox use his left fielder to basically do what you're trying to eliminate and put the shift on the right side of the infield against a player like Joey Gallo. Yeah. You know, we, we knew that was a possibility. Uh, so pumps told us that they would think about doing it. And, um, and, you know, I think it remains to be seen how much of that you're going to see in the regular season. And, you know, even with these new rules, uh, you know, you're making a big sacrifice to play your left fielder over there, right? Because a blue forward third base is probably a double or a triple now. Um, So, you know, we'll see how frequent that defensive alignment is. But, you know, if it becomes becomes popular, I mean, there's, you know, we can talk about going further on uh, defensive restrictions. But, you know, we're comfortable with where we are right now. And, um, you know, I would say – no, I'm, I'm, but we're excited to see the way the clubs play it. I know you've had the clock um, going in the minor leagues now for a couple of years. When did you believe that there was an issue with the pace of play in Major League Baseball? When did the commissioner feel there was a need for this and a need to try to eliminate the shift? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I mean, right when Commissioner Manfred was elected in uh, 2015, uh, you know, he expressed an interest in um, you know, modernizing the game on the field and, and making some improvements to, you know, the entertainment value. And, you know, it's been a long process, you know, it's been a long time since 2015, but, uh, <laughs> but I think that it's a, uh, it's a welcome change. And, and, you know, I think one really encouraging thing in the early going here is how many different kinds of baseball people have loved this version of baseball. Uh, you know, the, the players, the coaches, the, even the, old grizzled scouts with the radar guns behind home plate, you know, are, are telling us that this is, this is great. And, you know, this is going to be great for the game. Morgan, you just mentioned that if teams try to circumvent elimination of the shift, you may do something more to force them to stop doing that. Do you believe that the commissioner and yourself and the rest involved are willing to amend rules if necessary in the middle of the season? Or is that something that, 
you would have to wait for the conclusion of the 2023 campaign? You know, I think we're pretty set in terms of what we're doing this season. I think, you know, uh, but we are going to be evaluating how it all goes. And I, I expect that we didn't get all of these rules perfect uh, on the first blush. So we'll probably want to be making some adjustments as we go here. Um, but again, we've had the benefit of, of uh, extensive testing of all these things. So we got a pretty good idea of what's coming. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we, we like what the spring trainings look like so far. Uh, I talked to players on a daily basis, so they had some questions, and one of them was about, you know, the commercial times of nationally televised games. With the time saved with the pitch clock and the pace of play, will it be canceled out on nationally televised games? Do you believe that those games are going to be longer? That's a question that players had as well. Yeah, we do have slightly longer commercials in, um, you know, in the postseason and in the nationally televised games, but I think you're still going to see a significant, um, you know, improvement not only in the length of the game but just in the pace during the during the play. So, um, and you know, in a lot of ways, the timer is going to be most noticeable during the postseason, where we probably watched a lot of postseason games that really slow down, you know, for, yeah. in uh, you know in, in in certain moments, and you know that timer is going to keep keep ticking. So, uh, you know, I think that the postseason is probably where where fans are going to notice this the most. Was there ever any con- consideration to possibly turning off the clock in the ninth inning, a-, a playoff game being decided by the pitch clock? I know uh, minor league players have adapted, and so far in spring training, players have adapted. Was there any consideration to maybe turning it off in the ninth inning, or does that just completely, uh, you know, it does that completely uh, undermine the clock in the first eight innings? Yeah, we, we talked about it. We talked about everything, really. Um, you know, I think where, where we came out ultimately was that, uh, you know, if we're going to do something like put a clock in a baseball game, you know, we wanted to deliver a materially more entertaining uh, game, you know, to fans. And uh, in order to do that, you need it turned on all the time. And we also were concerned that turning it off in the ninth inning would be unfair to players, right? To have some players playing under one set of rules and another group of players playing under a different set of rules. Um, and, you know, I think that this, this is going to be like any other rule in the rule book now, right? It's going to be uh, applied uh, consistently and fairly by the umpires and, um, and, you know, hopefully, and spring is, is pretty good evidence. You know, players are going to get adjusted, and you're not going to see that many violations. And certainly by the time we get to the postseason, um, hopefully they will, you know, be very few and far between. And, you know, nobody wants them to impact the, you know, the outcome of a postseason game. But you do need that penalty out there to motivate the kind of pace that, you know, that fans want. Morgan Sword is our guest, the executive vice president of baseball operations for Major League Baseball. And Morgan just watching – every Dodgers spring training game covering them outside of the first game on the Brewers side. There hasn't been any pitch clock violations from hitters or pitchers that I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, like I said, I mean, our, our players have, uh, you know, known about this rule change since September and have done a remarkably good job getting themselves prepared. And you've probably seen in the bullpens and on the backfields, clubs have installed timers, players have been working out, um, getting that clock kind of um, programmed into their heads. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of players,
players are, are have adjusted already or, you know, feel like they're, you know, ready to go. And, and, uh, and that's great because, you know, I think, you know, we don't want the timer to be a significant part of the competition, but, um, but, you know, I think that this, this quicker pace is really, really important to the sport and, and it's going to, it's going to lead to some great things for, for baseball. It kind of feels like the pitch clock and the elimination of the shift are bigger impact on the game are going to have bigger impacts on a more entertaining game than the bigger bases. Would you rank them in that order? I would rank them in exactly that order. Yes. I would say the bigger bases are, are definitely the smallest change. Uh, I haven't heard anybody yet tell me that that, um, that was difficult to adjust to. Uh, <laughs> and, and honestly, they already look kind of normal out there. I, I'm adjusted as a, as a fan watching. Yeah, no doubt. Now, full disclosure, Morgan, there's a lot of rabbit ear players out there and that follow me on Twitter. And when they saw that you were coming on, they told me to ask you uh, about getting pitch comms for every position player instead of limiting it to just four or five. Do you think you could deliver for the players? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, pitch com has has been more popular than almost anything we've introduced uh, in the last several years. I mean, we, we we were testing this thing in spring training last year, not really with the thought that we might be using it in the big leagues, but it became so popular so quickly that um, we were scrambling with. You know, they're a fairly small company to get enough devices made to really you know do this in in, uh, in the big leagues. So. Uh, you know, we're we're experimenting this spring with allowing the pitchers to call their own pitches and wear the wear the transmitter. Um, that also has been more popular than I expected. Uh, you know, I think a lot of pitchers have, have been messing around with it and, and have enjoyed it. And it's a really important tool in the timer era. You know, to to be able to cut down the time that it takes to get on the same page with the catcher. So, um, yeah, we're um, we're that was you know that was a really big piece of of speeding up the game. We actually. You know, dropped a couple of minutes off our game time last year that we attribute to you know, clubs using pitch time. So, uh, but we'll, we'll get to work on those extra devices. <laughs> All right. I'll report back to the clubhouse tomorrow that you're working on. Excellent. <laughs> hey, did you uh, hear what Kershaw said? He talked about, he noticed what Max Scherzer did in his last start where he was holding on to the ball. He, he, uh, he was trying to play with the strategy of the pitch clock. Are you okay with that, or is that something that you will address moving forward to try to discourage pitchers from doing what Scherzer was doing over the weekend? Yeah. Well, you know, Max is a, an elite competitor, and, you know, he is uh, meticulous in how he prepares. And, you know, I think where he's doing is, you know, sort of looking for where the line is, which is totally legitimate and, <laughs> and fair. Yeah. And, you know, it's our job as the rule makers to draw the line for him, right? So, I think it's actually been helpful. It's it's created a lot of dialogue with the umpires, with the with the managers, and um, and we've, get, we've gotten some guidance out to clubs about you know how we're going to call um, situations like that. And honestly, we're going to call them the same way we've always called them, which is you know the rule book has uh, a prohibition on quick pitches, which is basically delivering the ball before the batter's reasonably set in the box, and that's still going to apply. So um, provided you know the umpire's job is to protect the hitter, you know keep him safe and make sure he's ready. And as long as he continues to do that, we should be we should be good. Morgan, I could tell you the, the consensus in Arizona is spring training games that would be well over three hours or under three hours or right at three hours. And I know a lot of people are enjoying this brand of baseball. And look, nobody likes change, but 
once you get it going, then people adapt. And like you said, the players will adapt. And so far, so good. And thank you for coming on the show and speaking to the great Dodger fans who obviously support the Dodgers better than any fan base out there and uh, just helping them understand these new rules because 50,000-plus will be at Dodger Stadium on March 30th. No doubt. And they'll be home a little earlier than they thought. <laughs> I'll be home before 1 a.m. now after Dodger talk, Morgan. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Thanks a lot for coming on. Appreciate it, and hopefully we see you down the line. Yeah, back at you. Thank you. There he goes, Morgan Soar, the executive vice president of baseball operations for Major League Baseball. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.